She's ready. Ready. Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable, created by Remarkable, a speakers bureau. And I'm Sue Falcone, founder and CEO of Remarkable, your host today. Now, why did we create this show? We created this show for you. We want you to see and know personally our remarkable talent that we represent here at Remarkable and book. And you never know. You'll see their value as a speaker and performer. And either you might be planning an event or know someone who is. And this would be the perfect time that you would be able to see them in person. And you'll also see how remarkable they are and how they can help you and your organization and company be remarkable too. Now, can you believe it? This is the last Friday of February. I said, wow, that month went by real fast. So if you're here with us today, we're just so glad that you took the time to join us. Our chat line is open, live. Send us any questions or any comments that you'd like. Now, our remarkable guest today is Eric Karen. Now, he's a former U.S. Special Agent, U.S. Diplomat. He's a political analyst, and he's an international dynamic leadership keynote speaker. He's a security consultant. He's known all over the media because he consults on a lot of issues that come up. He's with Channel 7 in Boston that does some consulting. So you'll see it. And he's also the author of Switched On, which is the heart and mind of a special agent. And you're going to hear more about that. You're going to hear more about that. Now, he's held senior positions within Homeland Security, Investigations, and Interpol. His accomplishments have been highlighted by media outlets all around the world. He's received the U.S. Attorney General's Award for his endeavors in furthering the interest of U.S. national security. He's a graduate of Northeastern University and is a certified anti-money laundering specialist. He has completed a marathon, a triathlon, and is a mixed martial artist. Wow. Welcome, Eric, to our show, and we thank you so much for your service to our country. Hey, Sue, what an honor to be on with you. I look forward to our conversation, and thank you for what you continue to do. Well, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. This is who I get to work with every day. This is awesome. Now, where are you coming to us from today? I'm coming from Cape Cod here, right? I got the uh, Buzzards Bay right out, out actually out door, outside my door here. Uh, I'm about, uh, I don't know, an hour from uh, Martha's Vineyard, as we say, uh, by boat. And right. uh, okay. it's, it's not that cold. It's not snowing. So that's good. Yeah, that's great. It's not snowing here either, so we're we're in good shape. We're in good shape. I never know where you're at, so that's why I ask. But anyway, this is going to be a fast 30 minutes. It does yeah. go by fast. And for those that's on this chat with uh, on this live with us, let us know you're out there and where you're coming to us from. Give us a comment. We'd love to see you. But we know that you're there. 
And to begin with, Eric, now when and how did it happen? Did you know you wanted to serve your country? <laughs> oh, God, that's a great question. You know, it was actually through a tragic event. The death of my my hero, my father, at 15 years old. Um, he was a police officer and um, a man that gave his life to his country. Um, he was a Marine and he, he instilled in um, all of us, I'm one of seven, the the God and, and do God and duty to country principles um, and family. So when he passed away, there was a shift in me that said, you know, I, I want to serve my country. And, and so he, his death inspired me to become a special agent for the U S government. As ironic as that may sound, there was some, through tragedy, there's some, a blessing, if you will. And, and some people may find that hard to believe, but it, it turned out to be true because I did go on to um, become a special agent for 25 plus years for the U.S. government and served domestically as well as internationally. And he, he taught me everything I, I, I know to be true. Um, relating to being switched on and living a switched on life. That's exciting that it comes from family. Where yeah. we get the basic understanding. That's great. Now you have a quote that I love. I dearly love to get into our switched on life that everybody is waiting to hear about because yeah. you said when life meets death, destruction, darkness, if you're living a switched on life, you'll still see a path to greatness. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that is amazing. So share with us the principle from switched on of living a switched on life and how did it serve you throughout your distinguished career? Well, yeah, I do love that quote as well. And I, and I wrote that based on my, my experience of, in life here. Um, you know, life is hard. Life can be challenging. There's hills and valleys. And, and, and I've been there. I, I, you know, I lost my, my father at 15, my, my, my twin brother at 28, and my mom uh, handicapped. Uh, crippled she passed uh at 68 and you know illness and, and divorce and you name it uh, and it so if i was not switched on in life i would be dead today and that's not hyperbole i you know i i saw all the evils of the world uh from arresting child pornographers and drug smugglers and the frustration of of prosecuting or the lack of uh, if, you, if you will, prosecuting bad guys and watching bad guys walk. And so my dad uh, taught me the principles of living a switched on life. And and there are three core principles and they're equally important and they're interconnected. And, and they have to be practiced every day. 
Um, and so let me just share with you, kind of give you the executive summary, is that it stems from one, the mind. So one of the core principles is, is strengthening the mind. And, you know, the mind is, is technically an, or, an, an organ, but I say it's a muscle. If, if we practice it, if we strengthen that mind, um, then we can do just about anything. As you think, so shall you be. And so we have to feed the mind every day with good things. Um, so that's one principle, the mind, exercising the mind, feeding the mind. And then, of course, the body, sleep, eat, and exercise. The C philosophy, I call it in the book, sleep, eat, and exercise every day. Some, so we know how the, there's been so much written about sleep, that sleeping actually heals the body. We know that eating properly, you are what you eat. And of course, um, exercise, some form. I'm not saying go out and run a triathlon. I'm saying go out for a walk, get some fresh air, walk around the block, do some jumping jacks, whatever it takes, but start moving. And then, of course, sleep, eat, and exercise. And then, of course, the soul. So we have the mind, the body, and the soul. Strengthen the soul through faith. Because your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your dog, someone's going to die. And that's going to rock your world. It's going to rock your world. And if you don't have faith... It's very easy to end up in the valley and stay there for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I know people, and I'm sure many of people, I'm sure you included, know people who, who lose a father or lose a loved one and stay in the valley for a very long time. And so faith, faith and fear, two opposing energies. We have to have faith that everything's going to be okay. It's through love and loss that our hearts take shape and we're guided as human beings. So what, what I like to say is that when fear comes knocking on your door, because it will, send faith to answer. Send faith to answer. Um, and so strengthening the mind, the body, and the soul every day, those are the core principles of living a switched on life. It's not just people think, well, switched on, you got to be switched on. You mean in your physical realm so you can identify threats out there on the street? Yeah, that's part of it. But more importantly, it's all the, 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 the mental, if you will, uh, stresses that come at us fast and furious that we also have to be switched on for. So we can identify, hey, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe my son at 15 is going through something. And if I'm not switched on um, and he's, and I see that he's spending more time by himself or he's sleeping a lot and I ignore it, then potentially I might miss something. Maybe my son is going through uh, a challenging time in his life and he's experimenting with alcohol or drugs. And so so with God given our God-given instincts, I'm gonna see that 
my son is going through something and I'm going to pay attention to it and I'm going to act and, and do something about it before it's too late. Because sometimes it sometimes we see it, but we ignore it. So what I'm saying is that when you see a threat, whatever it is, in your physical realm, in your in your emotional, if you will, realm, address it. See it, address it, and take care of it. Um, because innocent people get hurt and die because they're not living a switched on life. This is so true. This is so true. When I read your book, I said, wow, everybody needs this. Everybody needs to hear this in a simple but coming from a man that faced many more things than we'll probably ever realize. But I see, can you give us then an example of how living a switched on life saved your life? Yeah, I'll give you, uh, you know, actually, I'll give you two quick uh, examples. One where um, I, I didn't, I saw a threat, but I didn't address it. And the other one, um, I was ready and addressed it. So one was, was I w when I was a special agent, we were doing a covert operation against um, some Russians. And they were looking to acquire sensitive military equipment for, uh, for, their, for an F-15 uh, fighter jet. And so we were acting as bad guys. We would sell them the radar, um, posing as bad guys. Uh, we were going to sell the technology to them illegally here in the U.S. Exportation back to Russia, and so um, during the course of the six-month undercover, the um, bad guy said, "Hey, um, let's have a meeting in Chicago at the Red Carpet Lounge at the O'Hare International Airport." And I had listened to the the conversations uh, with the bad guy and the uh, undercover agent. I was the case agent. And I detected that he started what we call started acting hinky, nervous on the phone during the course of a couple of conversations. And he wanted to have the undercover come to Chicago and meet the the representative of the of the bad guys in Russia who turned out to be former KGB officials. And so I listened to the conversation and he and I'm and so we set up the meeting in Chicago and the and um our tech equipment wasn't working properly. Um, and so normally we'd have state-of-the-art equipment, be it cell phones that transmit and record and, and other types of equipment. And, and, and we didn't have it available. Um, and so what the undercover said, hey, Eric, don't worry about it. I'm just going to throw it in my, my briefcase and I'll run the, the, the wires up, up the sides inside the bag and we'll tape it down and no big deal. I'm like, Scott, I said, I don't have a good feeling about this. This guy's acting really hinky on the phone and blah, blah, blah. So he said, ah, no, don't worry about it. So we went with the meeting and the meeting went pretty well for about two hours. And at the end of the meeting, uh, he met the undercover met with two bad guys and um, he's checking out if you will, in the red carpet lounge, getting ready to uh, to leave the lounge. And the, one of the bad guys went up to Scott and he said, hey, uh, Dr. Press uh, wants me to look in your bag. He thinks you're wired. And so that was a, a lesson to me in that when you feel, when you see something, 
when you feel something, these God-given instincts that you have, and it tells you don't do it, don't do it. And because I, that day could have led to me potentially someone getting hurt that day uh, or killed. Um, and so that's an example how uh, when I did not, when I made a mistake, when I did not listen, when I wasn't switched on, it almost led to uh, a situation where an undercover agent could have gotten hurt. The other was in December uh, 31st, 2015, I was living in Dubai at the, the address called the address downtown, and anybody can Google it. There was a fire at that hotel on New Year's Eve, and I was living on the 21st floor of that hotel. It engulfed the entire hotel. But just days before, while I was um, basically on the premises outside the hotel, uh, in the in, in outside, I was I identified exactly the fire escapes uh, and exits, if you will. And so I I was downstairs when the fire broke out, and I looked up, and the and the hotel was engulfed, and people started screaming and running, and and with in in fire, most people realize know this. Anybody who's been in a fire, and firemen know this, seconds count. Seconds count, ladies and gentlemen, in a fire. Because fire moves fast, especially with wind. And it was a windy night. And within minutes, the hotel was engulfed. And that night, as soon as I saw, looked up, and I saw the hotel, I knew exactly where to go and escaped the fire. Some people did it and there were some deaths that night. So that's an example of me being switched on physically and mentally. I knew exactly where to go uh, to escape that fire on December 31st, 2015 at the address downtown Dubai. Man, that would be a very great example of making sure that when we're in places that we make sure we know our surroundings, we know where things are. That's why they tell us that all the time, you know, to do that. But how many of us do it? <laughs> well, because what happens, Sue, is that what happens when fear kicks in and then you freeze. And so what I like to say to people is that you have a, a pre-plan, basically, then the mind goes to that pre-plan. If it doesn't have that, in your in your brain then it's 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 stressing out basically what do i do where i go and and, and then it freezes and shuts down you don't want that when 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 in a chaotic moment you want to be able to act so i know my primary and my secondary entrances and exits out of concerts or, or out of malls whatever it takes but i know where i'm going when when I, what I like to say, when poop hits the fan, you better have a plan. All right. We can remember that. That's it. All right. Now you, you appear before many different audiences in many different ways because you have such a distinguished and varied background, but tell us about your recent trip to Africa where you shared the best practices relating to international crime 
to police and prosecutors and you got to share the switched on life with them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that experience. Well, it's, it's been a great, but for the last year or so, I've been traveling to Africa, working with an NGO and uh, the U.S. government, sharing best practices in the area of, of preventing transnational crime. And we bring, we've been bringing prosecutors together and investigators together from East Africa, Tanz- Tanzania, Kenya, and Uganda together and sharing best practices. And Excuse me. And it's been really rewarding um, because these these people really want to to save their nation and their nations. Understand there's 20 some odd 20 plus shadow wars going on today in Africa. Shadow wars. The U.S. government, the CIA, our special operators are working as I speak in these countries trying to to identify and kill terrorists uh, with host nation. And so Africa is is at a boiling point right now. Many countries, there's 50 some odd African nations, um, and they're all struggling with corruption and security. Um, And the Islamic uh, bad guys are on the march throughout uh, Africa. So I've been sharing best practices uh, with individuals, with good guys in the area of, you know, anti-money laundering and uh, interviewing interrogation techniques, uh, undercover operation techniques, in the hopes that they can uh, identify and prosecute bad guys. Um, and, you know, human trafficking, uh, Sue, is, is horrific. And, you know, as I speak, there are several million people being trafficked right now throughout the world. And, and a lot of them, most of them are being trafficked from Africa. Um, and so when I talk about human trafficking, most people think, well, it's just for it's for labor. It's for sexual exploitation. It is. But in addition to that, organ harvesting is a, a billion dollar trade. So people are or people are being killed for their organs. Uh, we I know cases of baby harvesting going on in Nigeria and in South Sudan, and I also you know sadly and horrifically I also also know that witchcraft is alive and well, is in, in addition to cannibalism, um, in parts of Africa, and so. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough world out there. And um, that's why I have to live my switched on principles every day. I have to because because of the evils that I I see even today, um, it's important that um, that I live these switched on life principles because it's easy to go to the dark side. It's easy to to give in and, and stay depressed it's easy to get involved in some criminal activity. But if you're switched on, then I act, it acts as a coat of armor protecting us from all threats in life. So I, I, I pray that people get switched on and strengthening the mind and the body 
and the soul. And, and you know, there's more information on my website, Switched On Life, about the principles and, and, and some tips to live a switched on life. And I can assure you that we're all listening because we know the things that you've shared with us may be in another country. But if you're not out there and others like you are not out there, this could come here. And some of it may be here and people just don't even realize it's going it on. Is, uh, sadly, Sue, it is here. All what I just shared with you is here. It's not it's not on the scale of Africa, but it is here in America. And that's why border security, Sue, equals national security. Exactly. Exactly. And so, we know that. We know that so for a fact. We know? have 328 official ports of entry into America. They all have to be secure. The land borders, airports, and seaports. And bad guys go where it's soft. And right now we're soft. All our ports of entry, forget the southern border, but the northern border is wide open. Our containers, this 55 plus million containers that come into America via ship every year. Plus, there's over a billion shipping containers worldwide being shipped, you know, yearly. So bad guys exploit those those containers and they put humans in those containers. They put drugs in those containers. They put counterfeits, if you will, in those containers, anything and everything. And so that's why border security matters. The cartels in Mexico are, you know, there's a half a dozen major cartels in, in Mexico and they've, they've declared war against America. We just haven't declared war against them. And it's about time we do. You know, we have Fortune 500 companies in Mexico. And I, if I was president for the day, I would say two things. We sanction these cartels as state sponsors of terror, because they are. Because let's face it, last year alone, we lost 100,000 people to overdose in America. And most of that's coming, those drugs are coming from Mexico, from the cartels. ISIS did not kill 100,000 Americans last year, but they're sanctioned by the U.S. government. We need to sanction the cartels, and we need to tell the Mexican government, either you get your corruption under control or U.S. corporations will be pulling out of Mexico. Because it's all about the money, isn't it, Sue? And so U.S. corporations are spending hundreds of billions of dollars that's that's the coca-colas that's the fords that's the gms you know general electric and all the other fortune 500 companies that are doing business in mexico i say if we want to make a difference and save lives in america we need to get mexico under control because right now mexico is a field state no politician in, a, in washington wants to say this but Mexico is a failed state controlled 100% by the cartels. And we know that, but it's, we hear it and hear it, and we thank you for sharing that. Now, we have one last question. Yeah, Again, this goes really. And what you shared is scary, but I'm here to tell you we need to hear it, and we need to know we need to be switched on. Because if we're not, 
we never know what we will be facing tomorrow yeah. yeah or later today so thank you for sharing those principles and everybody needs to get a copy of your book and make sure that they've got it down pat so that they realize you know what's going on but one last question yep in closing what are you eric going to do today to be remarkable <laughs> that's a good question wow you know it's it's today it's my my brother-in-law and i'm going to share with him how how fortunate i am to have him in my life wow uh, inspiration cool. to me and so i want i want i want to share love that's great that's great because that's what we're here for to love one another and help each other through life again thank you so much for being our guest today and my challenge to our audience that's watching us here today and being with us is also what are you going to do today to be remarkable We'd love to hear that from you. Put it in the chat or a comment to us because these are the key things that we live life together and we would love to hear what you're doing. Now, also, we hope that you will join us next Friday. Can you believe it's March the 3rd <laughs> when we will have the remarkable Ryan Campbell. Now he's known as the pink Cadillac guy He's a top inspirational and international motivational keynote speaker, author, and world record-breaking pilot. So you won't want to miss that meeting, Ryan. And you might even get to see his pink Cadillac, who he actually has one named Flo. You never know. You never know. So be sure also to subscribe to our YouTube channel, where all these episodes end up. And so you won't miss them episode of our show but you can also go back just in case you didn't get everything you wanted to hear and get it down pat from eric about living a switched on life and like i said you can see all the previous episodes again eric we wish you the best in your travels and sharing and helping our country even though you're officially retired, you're not retired. Just like a lot of us, we're not there. And we know we still have a plan and a purpose to live out. And we've got the information. Oh, they're telling you, thanks, Eric, for coming. And we appreciate everything that you do so much every day. And everybody, we will see you next Friday right here. Thanks, Eric. Have a remarkable weekend. Thank you so much, Sue, for having me and stay switched on. Yes, definitely we are.